0: So, konnichiwa and welcome back to another week of Japan Rugby Weekly. As always, we've got the best translator in Japan, Venezuela over in New Zealand. But tonight, we've got a special guest, my wife. She's going to tell us about the story of behind the rugby scenes.
1: Let's go. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice, H. That's not too bad, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Nice. Um, fifth take. No, um, <laughs> uh, first take, first take. Well done. Off uh, the cuff. Yeah. Good to go. But uh, yeah, I'm a bit intimidated. I've got both Bedwell Curtises with me. Yeah, staring them. across yeah. at you. Right? <laughs> uh, but heavy uh, son, how are you?
2: Genki. <laughs> that's all. <about>, that's all. <laughs> Japanese. That's, very limited. That's,
1: that's better than a. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Uh, you told a big lie about best trans in Japan. I'm like possibly not best Japanese on this table. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, very exciting. Uh, mm. Possibly the first female guest on this podcast, yeah. An event, so a very exciting uh, you know, definitely this season, yeah. Um, welcome, but obviously, we've got one special guest, Wahine, on, but we've also got a few friends who are Wahine as well, who do a great podcast. Like, if you're listening to our podcast, you're like, Man, I like their vibe, I like their accents, but they're not very professional. I want like a proper podcast to listen to. There's a great one, um. Jandals in Japan, done obviously about Japan, the Kiwis, so uh, yeah, here's a bit of a snippet of what they've got uh, yeah, to offer, so have a listen.
2: Kia Japan Rugby Weekly listeners, I'm Jane. Konnichiwa, I'm Catherine. We're the co-hosts of Jandals in Japan, a podcast about Kiwis and Japanese being successful in business in the land of the rising sun is the most famous kiwi lawyer in japan and jane is the founder of pod launch with jane so jane why should japan rugby weekly fans listen to jandals in japan Wow, well, we don't talk about japanese toilets or rugby so much but you will hear awesome stories of real kiwis nailing it in japan we asked them how they did it so you can do it too if you are sitting on the sidelines and want to be a successful jandle in Japan, come on over and see if you can handle the jandle. Who do you think has better Japanese, Catherine? You or a Doug? Ooh, I think I could tackle Doug in an interpreter scrum battle. Usoyero. Homa homma. homma. Wow, well, I'm looking forward to trying one of Hayden's flat whites soon. Yes, better give it the jandle of approval.
0: Wow. <laughs> that was class, wasn't it? Oh, um...
1: It kind of like when you hear it during our podcast, people will probably be like, "What is going on with their one?" Like um, our one's just horrendous in difficulty. quality. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, obviously Jane Catherine are pros in this space. Yeah. And um, H, you've been on,
0: yeah, podcast. yeah. So I did a, a podcast with him, Oh, it would have been last year mm. now. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. They were just, um, yeah, they reached out. We just connected over Instagram, and um, yeah, had a really good chat with them after oh, about an hour and a half. So yeah, go check it out. Let's talk about. Yeah, what it's like to be a footy player in Japan and how to get here, and tips and tricks, and what to do and what not to do. And yeah, yeah it was awesome.
1: Yeah, um, because like, obviously you've been on this one many times, but in that one episode, is probably more content in terms of what to do, <laughs> what to do. and <laughs> yeah. like I said, uh, not much toilet chat. And
0: no, um, no, it's
1: definitely definitely not toilet <laughs> chat or uh, what's your favorite food at the conveni, but mm. uh, but yeah, still a uh, Kiwi sense of humor, and yeah, um, yeah, like a lot of great info on, um, you know how you can bring your brand to uh, Japan. And uh, like I said, obviously, you heard how many um, rugby, I guess, uh, how much rugby lingo they used in that short ad. And I don't think we used any in the, you know were <laughs> like, uh, Taking notes, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what you use, okay. But yeah, um, obviously, like I said, if you're interested, uh, make sure you take a listen. i um, have got a lot of great guests on there. Yeah. Um, and yeah. There's also, I think, this week uh, there was Tim Harvey, uh, former yeah. rugby agent, as well. So if you want to know what that side of the rugby ball or rugby field is like, um, a really interesting story there. Yeah. You might hear some familiar uh, voices in that one as well. <laughs> um, not quite as professional as what we just heard there, but again, uh, talking about one side of the rugby ball, we've got a great guest yeah. um, today. Who can tell us about what it's like, uh, you know, being in Japan? Uh, but married to a rugby player, not necessarily um, On being the a rugby yeah, yeah, so now obviously uh, we've got a few preview review stuff to go, but yeah. um, obviously, every you listen to these every week <laughs> religiously. <laughs> yeah, <committed>. um, <laughs> yeah, They're helping out the algorithm. I yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, how, I guess, before we go into the rugby stuff, Yeah. how's it been? Obviously, you've been in Japan for a few years now, but mm. um, how's living in Japan?
2: Wow, I don't really know how. That. <laughs>
1: That. <laughs> just
0: be
2: honest. Yeah. <laughs> honesty <laughs> is the word um, of the week. it's mm. it's pretty tough. Mm. Yeah. Raw and honesty. That was what that's what you'll get on this podcast yeah, tonight. Yeah. And um yeah, it's it's really tough. Mm. Um like I said, my Japanese is very little. Um, so it makes it well, just getting by day to day, you know, it's, it's a it's tough gig.
1: So Yeah, yeah. Things you take for granted in in Absolutely. Like, supermarket and
2: being able yeah. to read all the
1: yeah. Nice thing. So I guess, yeah. uh, any was there anything when you first came here, you bought, you're like, oh, this is what I think it is, and then it was something completely different?
2: Oh, my gosh, Doug, I'm still doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still buying stuff, and I'm like, that is not what I thought it was. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but,
1: yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess it's all, you know, part of the, I mean, I, you know, do it as well. I'm like, I think I know what this is, but I'm like, yeah. surely it can't be what it looks kind of thing. And then I'm like, oh, it was. So yeah. there's a few things that, you know, maybe we don't have back home. Uh, that they sell over here in, you know, different bunker or different culture as well.
2: Like the fish section Mm. in the supermarket, I'm like, I don't even know what that is or where that's come from under the sea. Mm. It's quite frightening (laughs) to know that that's under the sea. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, You
2: know, because they eat everything here. Yeah, yeah. Whereas New Zealand, it's very basic Mm -hmm. (laughs) seafood. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. um, And it's kind of like a... All the things obviously have names, but then say if we're at a sushi place and someone's like, "Doug, what's this?" I, like, oh, I can say what it is in Japanese, but one thing I'll just look up what it is in English yeah. and I say it, and the person like, "I don't know what that is either." <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. So it's um, yeah. I mean, I don't really eat fish, but everyone who enjoys seafood, uh, most of them like those things that they've never heard of anyway. So yeah, obviously a fun experience, but it's different, different coming to visit to being here, yeah. every day, you know? yeah. Hey, uh, so. Yeah. <coughs> and when you got H, you know, at training for most of the day and then maybe on uh, a camp, so he's gone for a week suddenly or mm-hmm. even a away game, so gone for the night, uh, can obviously be a yeah pretty interesting situation.
2: Yeah, it definitely is. Um, mm-hmm. Well, like me and Hayden have been together for a very long time, mm-hmm. so I've been with him throughout his whole professional career, mm-hmm. um, which started back...
0: Oh, you Sorry. <laughs> bloody. <Get a> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um you know, back back in New Zealand, um, where obviously it's very different mm. to even coming here. Yeah. Um, that side of it. So I don't know if do I dive into that as well? Yeah. Yeah, from well, from we, can. Oh, we can. I
0: reckon we get into our scores yeah. and then um we oh, touch yeah, back true. on uh,
2: Oh, yes. on get the
1: through the housekeeping housekeeping um, first and do uh, a direct like, i like how we're like we'll just get through the boring rugby stuff when we're <laughs> yeah rugby yeah, yeah. But,
0: um, <laughs> well i definitely need to lock in my scores this week because i'm like how many points am i behind Ben? about 10 or 15 so thousand no, yeah. <laughs> 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 i'm fairly pretty confident about my scores so i'll lock
1: those in and then um yeah we'll get back to that. the yeah. chat well i think you know ben the problem now that because he's away i message him and then he sends them to me, but he's got a bit more. Sometimes he gets them off the team list. And like, we didn't have that info. So I might just take 50% of his points off him yeah, or you know?
0: That's definitely cheating. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely yeah. not in the rule
1: books. Firstly, do you want to pick scores as well, Abby? No.
2: <laughs> <not really. laughs> was, I'd be hopeless. I don't even know half the teams. <laughs>
1: no. well,
0: I'll give you a yeah, photo of the mascots now. and choose the best mascot.
1: <laughs> um, there was a thing last year on like favorite mascot, I think. We were top four in the 25 or something. Really? Daibokun was. Yeah. I think the big fluffy sheep from Rico. Oh, yeah. Lami chan I don't know what his name is. (laughs) Lami chan I don't know. let It's
0: correct. The ringtone.
1: If it was there, like lamb, like Lamy, I don't know. It could be there. It could be. Um, Anyway. Speaking of Lamy-chan, the first game is the Black Rams against Sangleife. Yep. But um, H, you've got your scores locked in. But...
0: Yeah, Sun thirteen 13+. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the Suntory just, yeah, coming in really strong. Got some good rhythm going. Week off. Boys mm-hmm. being fresh and, yeah, I think mm-hmm. um, they'll run away with it. True. Same. Which mascot um,
1: do, do you reckon is the best? Big Gorilla or uh, Fluffy Sheep?
2: Oh, probably Fluffy Sheep. No. Yeah. Okay, so. No. Yeah, yeah, nice,
1: nice. Kelly's love Sheep. Like, ram. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. yeah, yep. um, and then we've got the cannon eagles against the blue, oh, brave lupus, sorry, brave lupus, um, cannon at home, yeah, uh, not that it really makes much of a difference because it's like <laughs> you know just the next place over, but um, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Toshiba Torshua because yep. last week I did 13 because plus. Oh, 13 plus, I'm no, going no, one no. to 12, yeah, I'm going one to 12 oh. as well. Yeah. Are you going Toshiba as well? Yeah, Toshiba. Nice. Yeah. I'm just looking at your scores now. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I copy you, <laughs> Stop then copying then basic. you'll always be the same points behind me. <laughs> Just smart. <laughs> uh, next, uh, Panasonic against Kintetsu. Yeah. Panna at home. So a bit of a trip for Ooh, Kintetsu. Yeah. Um, that sways it a bit. Uh, Kintetsu is obviously struggling a bit as well. Yeah. Um, Panna 13 plus. Panna 13 plus, yeah. Good good, Yeah. Good.
0: Tough old game to be in at the moment for them. Mm. Like, they got some really good players, but just not gelling.
1: Yeah, a few injuries it looks like as well. Like, yeah, so. yeah. Obviously Quaid as well, so. Yeah. But yeah, um, next. And this is so quick. I'm just like, uh, I know, like you guys are just saying.
0: Oh, what's the mascot for? Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, I don't <laughs> know, like a big train is Kintetsu. And then oh, yeah. uh, you got a samurai for uh, the World Knights. Oh, it's a hard one. Right? I'm okay. going to samurai. Mm. It looks a bit cool. cool. Like the train, I think, is like a, as a man with like a, you know, Shinkansen like. Yeah, it's enjoys. kind of like a hammerhead shark, like <laughs> going forwards, like, because you know, oh, yeah. you're a train compartment, if that makes sense. I do like a train, but mm. I reckon the samurai is just, yeah, a lot cooler. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. cool. cool, cool. Next, we got the Verblitz, who, what are they? They're like a. Uh, they're like a. Zeus's thunder, yeah, person. Like, He's got like a one of those lightning rod things. Uh, Versa. Green Rock. I don't know what the Green Rocket is. <laughs> anyway, rugby first. I reckon Green Rocket's struggling. Yeah, Verblitz, uh, You know they're going well. Yeah, I'm um, not too bad. So obviously not as well as they want to go, but mm. uh, last few weeks they've been looking better. So I'm going to go Toyota, thirteen plus. Oh, yeah, I'm going Toyota twelve and under.
0: Oh, mm. yeah, I reckon. Uh, yeah, you can't ride off the rocket, too. Mm. I reckon they're a good team. Now, mm-hmm. some good firepower, and you know, they can score tries from anywhere, they
1: can, but it's a bit of a like, normally you'd say it's their defense that struggles, and they still score, but yeah, it's a high scoring game. But recently, the last two weeks, they've been held to nil, which is yeah, you know, something I never would have thought I'd see with the green rockets. Mm. I'm guessing that they, they must I'm have a green to a score now, <laughs> <laughs>
0: locked in. Now no, that locked in,
1: um, so, will keep it.
0: I'm, I'm pretty happy, I'm okay. really empathetic. Can't fit you. I need you to pull through this Um
1: <laughs> uh, I'm sure they're a um, green rocket, is something to do with their um what is it, the mascot? And then, anyway,
0: <laughs> Zeus yeah. or a rocket. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm picking Zeus.
1: Mm. Yeah. I mean, me- rockets are metallic, so you, but uh, you know, thunder, yeah. Just, yeah. it's game well in the yeah. storm, so. <laughs> oh, man, Get been, back to the sports, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we've got our game um, Kubota against um, Mitsubishi. Obviously, yeah, thousand Yeah, yeah. Um, to the balls? yes Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. Something I forgot to mention: the Jandals mm. in Japan. They, like, they've just like slowly, gradually, naturally, as most people do, become big fans of the balls So, oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh, it's just you know, oh, they, to send some merch over. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh you know they interviewed you they had yeah. Jess on as well, uh, analyst. So there's another episode you can listen to there yeah. where you can see what it's like to be an analyst in a rugby team. Um, Tim Harvey who was on there this week used to work at the Dynaballs as well. So yeah, obviously, yeah, oh, yeah, they love the balls. i kit your way. Yeah, thousand now. Uh, and then next last game for Div one, uh, Corbe against the Blue Revs. Yeah,
0: I am going the Blue Revs twelve and under. Ooh, yeah, I'm just I. Yeah, just the way Corby have been playing. Like they had a bit of a, we played terrible and they just played well against us. But mm. I reckon just Yamaha, man, they're, they're a good yeah. team. Yeah, 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 they're a
1: good team. You yeah, know, nice. they um, just need a win. Mm, they can um, lose
0: against us, but they can win against
1: Corby. Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, I'm gonna go Corby. Yeah, uh, just one to twelve there. One to twelve. Oh, cool. Two, so, three. So. Um, That's uh, div one. One done. <laughs> Short and Sharp.
0: Yeah, so we only got two games in uh div two. Yep. Because uh
1: hino defaulted Mm. yeah that's right so uh, hino lose to the blue sharks uh 14 nil they just decided it's two tries so it's 14 nil yeah um so every week their foreign against is going to go down 14 points anyway uh so we've got the honda heat against the kamaishi sea waves honda heat going pretty well kamaishi Mm. struggling a little bit so 13 plus honda yep nice okay yeah and then we've got oh the shuttles who i've always been backing but Kind of been struggling recently, so yeah, uh, against the drops who yeah. have been flying. So, uh, I reckon drops they played so recently and kind of gave them a shellacking, but I reckon they're at home this time. The shuttle, so I still think drops now, yeah, but one to 12.
0: Yeah, I'm going one to 12 too.
1: Nice, we're working well. Um, I'm just so excited to hear life as a footy wife. So, nothing and
0: Div three, no games this yeah. week. Yeah,
1: yeah, what's up with that? Crazy.
0: That's not a a lot of rugby this weekend. No. Henor being defaulting
1: out, then, yeah, Div 3 not in. Oh, actually, sorry. Um, There is Div 3. One of their games is next week, so it's like the next round, but in that one of the games is on the 18th. So they've, yeah, their games are split across two rounds for some reason. Uh, So we've got Sky Actives and Kurita playing this week. Yeah. Yeah. so that's one that you're just gonna have to think up now. Kurita, one to twelve. Nice. I reckon Kurita thirteen plus. Ooh. Nice. So that's our it literally Picks took five minutes. <laughs> and there's some sorry, I just gave up on the um, mascots because it was making the <laughs> podcast even worse. Like um
0: <laughs> This is us. This is us. Yeah,
1: this is just how we We are. should
0: actually do a podcast on uh, the mascots. So they should mm. like that's one thing Japan does do pretty well is mascots. Oh, yeah. Like there's a mascots for everything. For everything. Yeah. Enormous. They
2: just love anything that's soft and mm-hmm. cute and
1: yeah, Kawaii. like the
2: old man we saw the other day carrying oh, around yeah, the
1: soft toy. Yeah, that's toy. right. Yeah, no, like, he was I like... don't mean, he was all, uh, soft <laughs> and cute. <laughs> oh,
0: well, that was the
1: other day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a soft toy.
0: Yeah, so we went to the park the other day and there was mm-hmm. like an old man. He would have been sixty. Mm. Yeah, but he was um, buying a sandwich, but he had like this little like keychain i know it was like a cat or something little cute and cuddly mm. and he's like showing the <laughs> cashier like oh, yeah. i look at my cat and like um oh just yeah just squeezing like, it yeah in. squeezing it like moving its paws and i like, oh, yeah. like look at my cat look at my cat mm. i was like oh that's this mm. interesting yeah. as foreigners yeah, cool, cool,
2: cool. it's mm. quite interesting mm. to watch because they love that here yeah yeah that.
1: like uh Something like it's got to have that kind of cute factor or something like that. Yeah. And uh, even with, if you have like an animated thing, like you have a big talk show, like what we'd have, uh, you know, in New Zealand you might have like the breakfast show or something or something at lunchtime where they're talking about uh, politics and stuff. Yeah. Over here they got that, but so many shows have what they call like the voice in the sky or the voice from heaven. Yeah. And it's just some guy or girl talking. And then sometimes they've just got like a mascot, like a digital um, thing like next to somebody and he's talking so they could just have the actor or actress there but yeah. they'd rather just pretend it's you know Namuchan or something yeah. and then just say it in cue <laughs> voice and that adds something to their i guess you know maybe they can sell merch for that or something but yeah he yeah, has very k- kawaii cultures huge eh? so, yeah yeah so yeah. i do so well
0: yeah it is you know? and it's like it's, <laughs> it's like the older generation of of japan it's like mm. yeah obviously it's throughout the generations but yeah. like you see a lot of old generation mm. like they ride into it and it's, I, I just find that bizarre because yeah. like you sort of come from i don't know tough times back in the day mm. and war and and things like that and now it's just yeah playing with little cute cuddly cat toys yeah yeah i guess so uh, you know
1: i don't know it's, uh contrast image. is a lot different yeah yeah <laughs> um it's uh i mean you have a lot of people who are just you know quite happy to you know do what they want now you know how they always say people um you know will follow what's right or what they should do and everything's quite orderly but i think because of that um people do you know do a lot of things in system and stuff but uh they're quite creative in other parts as well so you know parts where we might be a bit more free because they're so rigid they probably have to express stuff in different ways so you have you know some people just go you know can like have huge, you know, model trains where they just will wait hours to take the shot of this train that comes through once a day or something, They've got yeah. these huge cameras and all of those hobbies. Um Yeah. And yeah, you just uh, get quite a lot of that or, you know, people, you've probably seen old men at like parks just doing like random like stretches or yep. something like, you know, dances almost. And I feel like in New Zealand people will be too self-conscious or embarrassed to do that, but totally over yeah. here people don't judge them necessarily and they don't no. care. And it's just that part of it, you know, quite like it's just like. You do you. Yeah. We've
0: talked about that quite a lot Hey, around, yeah, people, they've just, you know, someone's like walking down Main Street and they're just wearing something completely bizarre. Yeah. But like no one's like looking at them and staring at them Mm -hmm. and like like judging them. Yeah. They're Mm -hmm. just doing
1: them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then they're probably like, you know, nine to five in a full suit and, you know, all black or something. And then on weekends they put a wig on and, you know, they just, uh, you know, have, little dolls and stuff and it's just I guess the way to express yourself Mm. and you know just enjoy life because sometimes it's a bit hard with the work culture over here so Mm. yeah different culture but obviously going on that there's a whole subculture in rugby that is the people behind the rugby players and we're talking about going all the way back to the start but uh yeah guess where does your journey start as a rugby wife slash girlfriend
2: Mm. Well, it, yeah, it was a girlfriend back mm. then. Um, oh, yeah. Like I said, we've been together for ages, and yeah, started back. Help me out
0: here. Jeez. <laughs> um, uh, oh, we met at high school, and then mm. yeah, and just went from there, really. And then I suppose the rugby. Jeez, was it was that Manawatu? Yeah. Yeah, we moved to yeah we moved to Manawatu in 2016. Yeah, and I was, mm. um, were you working then? I
1: was studying. Oh, that's right. You were studying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Studying. yeah so from 2016 yeah. um, to
1: present. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of like, um, especially if you're up and coming or wanting to make it, there might be an opportunity somewhere else. Mm. So for you, that's your job. Like, you yeah. Know, you can go there and you'll make 50 friends straight away because you're going into a place where you've seen people every day and yeah. they do the same thing as you. Um, but then it must be hard, like, having i guess a conversation on, oh i just got to offer halfway across the country keen to come along especially when you're maybe still boyfriend girlfriend and stuff as well but mm. uh, i guess a few of those decisions you guys had to make as well
2: yeah and i guess we were like super young as well mm. and um like i was kind of like oh well what am i going to do with my life you know mm. you, at that stage you're like well, do i get a job do i go to university mm-hmm. whatever so um yeah at this That time I was studying, which was important to me Mm -hmm. as well because I was like, rugby isn't going to last forever and, you know, I need something for myself Mm -hmm. because I knew this journey was going to be really focused on Hayden and Mm -hmm. I was going to have to take a back step um, a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. So um, that was really important to me was to get a degree and just do that for myself. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of... I was lucky in that aspect because I was able to do what I wanted um, but study extramarily, so Mm. by distance. So that made it really easy for me to um, support Hayden in his role with rugby um, and follow him around. Yeah, so that's kind of where we went. We Mm. went to Manawatu and then in between there we went to Wellington for a wee bit.
0: Yeah, we're backwards and forwards where – yeah, because I didn't pick up a full-time gig until – 2017, mm-hmm. but for that – oh, no, it would have been – oh, jeez, 2013, sorry. Oh, when you started? Yeah, when we mm-hmm. started. So we did like four years of playing in Palmy, going back to Taranaki for off-season. Mm. And then I picked up like a gig in the Canes for like week-to-week training. Oh, so yeah, yeah. you were signing contracts for like a week or two weeks or six weeks, yeah. was, like, if you're really lucky. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, so we were just doing that circle until – well, we broke through until 2017 when we signed to the Crusaders mm-hmm. um, and moved down there. But, yeah, it was pretty um, all over the show, mm. like, mm. for us, there.
2: Eh? Yeah. It was, yeah, definitely up and down. But like I said, I was studying throughout mm. that. So, like, I still had my thing going on, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Um, it wasn't until we kind of got down to the Crusaders that um, I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, I'm not studying now. I've graduated. Mm. Um, I need to, you know, start earning some money and get a job. And then I was like, how does that work with Mm. being in the rugby scene? And like, um, how do I tell my employee, look, I'm actually only here for maybe what, like four, five months? Yeah, five Mm. months. Five months out of the year. Yeah. And we don't know if he's going to get re signed. So Mm. I don't know if I can stay on. And like, those conversations were really kind of difficult. And made it a bit trickier. Mm. But at the same time, we were super lucky um, in the Crusaders environment. They pretty much had a person um, dedicated just to the families. Oh, wow. And they had contacts absolutely everywhere. So mm. they were able to, like, pull some strings with, like, hey, look, we've got this guy's wife here and this guy's girlfriend and, you know, they need some work. Yeah, yeah. And they're only here for a short time and it kind of helped. Mm. So, um, yeah, and they obviously helped with – housing and all of that as well, which was super, we were super grateful for, eh?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Like, yeah, we just turned up and you feel like you're forming. Like, you got a wife or you got kids. Like, mm-hmm. no, no kids, just a dog and, like, who's our baby? Mm-hmm. Um But, yeah, jeez, oh, what's her name? Rebecca. Yeah, Rebecca. Yeah, she was, like... Archie. Oh, sorry, Archie. Yeah, she was just awesome. Like, yeah, the, the help that we got from down there was just amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you just turn up and then... You know, I do my thing and then it's not just me, but the support that the off field mm-hmm. like your family and your kids get was yeah. just, yeah, immense, mm-hmm. um, helped us out really a lot. Because, well, we're, new, you know, it's New Zealand. Yeah. Things are pretty small, but to get in the circle of knowing the right people, mm-hmm. yeah, that was, that just
1: helped us out really. Yeah, yeah. Immense. It's not, um yeah, what you know, it's who you know all the time, especially. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Especially in New Zealand. Mm. Like, it is a small, small place. Yeah. Um, especially in the rugby scene. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. were super lucky in that aspect that we had that support mm-hmm. and they the Crusaders did it so well and still to this day the mm-hmm. the best rugby team um that I have been a part of yeah. because they just supported the wives and the families so much. And mm-hmm. um, we were so included in absolutely everything.
0: Yeah.
2: Um like
0: You just wanna go into that a bit more, like in terms of like support and like Yeah.
2: So when we like turned up Every um, wife or girlfriend or anyone mm-hmm. got like a goodie bag. Um, you know, we had our initials all on like Crusader scarves, oh, wow. and you know, like it was. Yeah, I had never experienced that, that before. Little small
0: detail. Eh? Yeah, it was yeah. just like, wow.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. I do feel appreciated because mm-hmm. at Manawatu, it was not like that, mm-hmm. and even Taranaki.
1: In. don't the know. hurricanes, in many yeah. places would be. In. Yeah, it sounds no. pretty special. Yeah,
2: yeah, they would They just understood, understood the that like you know, if you want a, a good quality player on the field, you they have to be happy at home. Yeah, yeah. And they just did that so well. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, so we were like supported right down to that, like just the little goodie bag when we arrived, and then oh, the you know helping get jobs mm. and tickets to the games and making sure we were okay and pre-match, you know, we were all included and we were even um, personal development that the boys did, you know, they might do it during the day and then we would get invited to come along and do that same personal development session at night.
1: Wow, yeah. Um,
2: And it was about the dots, that one, which was super Informative because mm-hmm. it was like, now I understand what colour dot Hayden is, mm-hmm. and he understands what colour dot I am, oh, so yeah, we're better yeah. to communicate, like, you know, we can communicate better mm-hmm. and understand each other. So that was really interesting yeah. too, because you came home and you're like, you're going to be this dot, and <laughs> I'm going to be this dot, and yeah, well, we weren't, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: so. <clears throat> what dot are you?
2: Yellow. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I knew that. Mm-hmm.
2: You're a blue dot.
1: Yeah, I am.
2: Oh, Cuddly. cuddly. <laughs> I, mean, as as I like cuddles.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, one way to everyone describes you at the clubhouse. If it was like one word, it's cuddly, you know. Yeah, yeah. In the Japanese we say like, cuddly, so. big,
2: cuddly. Cuddly. Yeah.
1: Oh, funny. Um, I've got a you know hundred plush toy of Hayden. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a bit of merch. That's yeah. a bit of merch. We can start selling that for oh. sure. The of you, by the way. I made my business decisions. They probably cost like a thousand dollars to buy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, nah, it's um such an important part like that. You don't really necessarily think about, like, you know, you think about, oh, the rugby side, you've got to be, you know, professional and Mm. do all of this stuff. But, you know, still most of the time or a lot of time you're spending is at home and there's a lot of things that can affect your, uh, you know, performance on the field is also in the team's best interest, you know, to think about that as well, I think.
2: Absolutely. And I think they just, yeah, like I said, they just got it. They Mm -hmm. just understood, like, the sacrifices we had to make. You know, a lot of us had moved – To Mm Christchurch, and we didn't know anyone. You know, this new environment was our friends and Mm -hmm. our family, basically. And they just, they did feel like friends and family, like they were really warm and open. And I felt like I could go and talk to the CEO Mm -hmm. and he would like sit down and have time for me. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, like in other teams, I wouldn't even know who the bloody CEO Mm -hmm. is, kind of thing. So it was. Yeah, like from the cleaners to the CEO, everyone was valued mm-hmm. in that club, and they did that so well.
1: Mm, yeah, wow. Well, I mean, like I said, it's such an important part of it. And like you said as well, like there's so much sacrifice that comes. Um, so it's not like a like if you're single, it's kind of oh well, you know, I am happy or this is a good opportunity for me, but mm. that's not necessarily you know in a career that's not necessarily gonna be a sixty year rugby career. Um, thinking about that just for yourself might not always be the best option, eh? So yeah. um just having that support and um yeah, I guess that's an important part of it. Do you think for any young rugby couples uh, out there, uh do you think, you know, how would you make those uh decisions or like what's gonna help you guys in the past making those decisions is it uh obviously you've had a lot of decisions on even coming to Japan age mm. or around New Zealand, but any tips or anything you can give to young people who are in a similar situation to what you guys might've been in? Yeah. Just to. Great question. Yeah. Cheers. Just off the cuff.
0: I know. Do you have anything? <laughs> <laughs> Just an O.C. I can. Uh... From your point of view, maybe, I don't know. Like definitely. Yeah. Now that I'm a little bit older and a bit more wise than we've been through a little bit. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely been on the same page and having a conversation around. Yeah. What are your goals? What are my goals? And mm. You know, getting uh, the best of both worlds. Cause, yeah, as like, as a young man growing through, you want to, like, most boys coming through, they want to make a lot of money or they mm-hmm. want to make all blacks or, you know, pursue their career yeah. in rugby. But then rugby opportunities are getting very slim yeah. or are very slim. So, you know, it's not just, unless you're a uh, top dog, you're not mm-hmm. getting, you know, three year contracts, you're getting a year contract or, yeah. you know, just a small opportunity. So, yeah, I think having a, an open relationship around your partner around and being open in the conversation, mm-hmm. trying to get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can be really selfish as a player and you have to be. Mm-hmm. You sort of have to be.
2: Yeah, definitely. And that's something that I felt Hayden was mm-hmm. at the start because he had to be. He mm-hmm. had to be hungry because it was so cutthroat. You know, it yeah. was week to week.
1: Mm-hmm. So he
2: had to go out there and he had to work really hard in trainings to. Mm-hmm. Get an get extension on his contract yeah, for yeah. the next week, you know? And I just had to kind of be that support, mm-hmm. the cook, the cleaner, yeah, you know, yeah. everyone when he came home. Mm. Like it was all good. It was Emotional
1: a, support as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah. And that was,
1: Run like, me through the lineups.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I used to. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. She'd like sit there with a piece of paper and I'd stand in the front of the TV and be like, okay, we're in a five man lineup. Hey, <laughs> call the, call the lineups. Yeah. <laughs> I'll run through my yeah, moves. Yeah. yeah coach yeah. as well so yeah
1: yeah yeah and i guess uh, if you know depending on selection stuff h might come home one week you know happy yeah. or you know disappointed or something i guess yeah whatever happens on the ring field you've got to be there for that
2: support yeah well, absolutely so. and i think that sometimes especially the young like the younger H, <laughs> um you know you, you <laughs> yeah he was a bit loose back Ooh. in his days um but he was like you know, you he would come home disappointed, mm. or he would come home frustrated, um, and you were in the line of fire. Yeah, yeah. So you know you had to take that with a grain of salt mm. and just be like, right, that's just rugby chat. Yeah. And rugby business, mm. but don't take it out on me, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But as he's grown and matured, um, now he leaves it at the door. You know, like when mm. he walks through this door, it's I don't want to hear about it. Mm you know, leave it at the door. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's real bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and most... then I can normally tell when it's, boy, it's, it's, it's yeah. doing and, and then I might bring it up, but if I don't have to bring it up, yeah. <laughs> I won't. Um, yeah.
1: Age yeah. normally puts it out on me. So no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> the new, no, no. Um, I just, punchy yeah, <laughs> I think um, yeah, it's a real important, you know, part of it is, it's such a different, um like career to other, mm. you know, like nine to five and stuff, you know, you know, kind of what level of, I don't know, excitement or, you know, whatever you'd be at. But with rugby, even in a, the 80 minutes, you've got those real low, lower lows than normal jobs, but way higher highs as well. And yeah. Yeah. Um, just that emotional toll that that takes. Even yeah. as a translator, like after a game, I haven't run at all, but just being up in the box, just trying to make decisions or, you know, translate quickly. or yeah. you know, it's just so tense. Afterwards, I just feel so drained and, yeah. you know, it's just, uh, yeah, it's – great place to be so you can experience those highs and those lows but there's a lot of yeah it takes a toll and then especially you know for the people around you i think you know who um they ride it with you as well you know so yeah you're yeah, pretty yeah. pretty invested in it
2: yeah we um, are invested but yeah most of the time we're the ones that will mm. have it taken out on yeah, us yeah, as well yeah, yeah. you know or we're the ones that have to pick them up yeah. if there's an injury or mm. you know and pick up your lip and get on with it. That's <laughs> yeah, my strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a hard woman in this
1: house. <laughs> no, no. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, say if you got a you know leg injury, you couldn't you know walk up the stairs and suddenly it's like, oh, now I've got to do even more stuff, yeah. you know. So yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, but I hear a lot of things, I don't know, you know, how often it happens where you hear a lot of things on, you know, for the 10, 15 years you're a rugby player, like you said, you've got to be a bit selfish, but then it's maybe having those conversations. But after that, you've got to realise how much, your partner's sacrificed for you in those years and now it's time to kind of repay that mm. after maybe your rugby time's done kind of thing so those maybe parts are mm. maybe things that it's sometimes hard when you're the you know one playing you're the one on tv and suddenly you're the supporting role can maybe be hard sometimes but yeah I guess those things are maybe important things to consider as well yeah, from yeah. somebody who's not a rugby player or anything just <laughs> giving weird advice but <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mate, you look like a rugby player there on the on the training
1: field. Those chipping chases, and oh, yeah. when pre-seas. there's no tackles, I <laughs> do uh, I don't have your itty looking. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, like, get scared. Even Johnny scares me. <laughs> He's bigger than me. He's running around at training, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Well, um, and then obviously you got the opportunity to come to Japan. But mm-hmm. what was that? I guess decision like in. Everyone in New Zealand loves travel and stuff, and after uni, a lot of people travel uh, regardless of rugby or whatever. But, um, yeah, how was that decision like?
2: It was a bit out of the blue, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, it was very out of the blue.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, it just kind of came about. Mm. Um, we were hoping that we would just stay at the Crusaders, and uh, I had a really good job there. I yep. really liked it. So I'd been there for the two seasons, mm-hmm. and, like, I'm a teacher, so I, oh, yeah, I yep. got a bit attached to the kids and mm. things. So it was going to be hard to leave. Um, but then yeah, this opportunity of Japan came up and we were like, This is a random place to go, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. as rugby players, you yeah. like that's when Japan wasn't really that
1: known mm. yet. I yeah, know, it wasn't yeah. really that known. Yeah. Before World Cup and stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, um but at that stage like we didn't have another option. Mm-hmm. So, um we were like, Let's just go. It's just me and Hayden at the moment mm-hmm. and we might as well just
1: New yeah. stories is Give more go. of a adventure? an
2: adventure, yeah. I mean, absolutely,
1: yeah. How yeah. good it was! Yeah. An adventure, <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> still was a yeah.
0: adventure. yeah. It's crazy, yeah. Well, I found out I was on a we're in Perth at the moment, mm. um, at the at time, the time. Mm. yeah. And my agent just rang me and said, Do you want to go to Japan? Here's a contract, you got to sign it within a few days. I was like, Oh, shit. yeah, <laughs> yeah, rang Abby, and then away the mm. we went, and yeah. Then, well, oh, oh, straight after the season. Yeah, straight after the season, had any of your breakup, and then, yeah, we flew to Japan.
1: Mm. Wow.
2: Yeah, it all happened, like, within, like, a couple of weeks. Yeah. It v- was very yeah. fast. Mm. Yeah. Um. So, like, I think we got a few lessons in in Japanese yeah. before yeah. we came, but it was very... Yeah. Couldn't oh, you that. you did pretty well, actually. You Yeah, the I just, idea. I don't
0: know who I talked to, but I just got some advice from uh, someone that had been to Japan, and they're yeah. like, oh, if you just can make a really good impression for your first time speaking Japanese. Mm-hmm. Just say your name, mm-hmm. where you're from, position, age, something small. Yeah. Like, if you can just nail that, yeah, it'll set you out really good. So, yeah. I just, yeah, I just basically learned mm-hmm. that and then…
1: Set you up real good. Yeah, it seemed yeah, out really good, said, yeah, because
0: once I come here and I said that, that, everyone was like, oh, you can speak Japanese. I was like, no, I
1: can't.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just said yeah. my name like a thousand times. i like,
1: hi, hey, hi, hey, <laughs> yeah. I hated this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, kato de with shi <laughs> yeah. oh. yeah, And that try. was it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I think, you know, people, I think it's probably the same in other countries as well, but if you're just willing to kind of meet them halfway, like, you know, you are the foreigner in the country, and if you make an effort to try and through the language. It doesn't matter how well you do it. I think like just the effort. Yeah. Probably like oh, they're trying, and then the people want to use the English with you, and you know, um, you know, get their back and forth and stuff. So yeah, yeah, nice. That's pretty some good advice. I yeah, it's definitely,
0: definitely good advice. And over the years I've been here, it's just you know, as your confidence grows mm. and you look back, I look back on that first time, and I'm like, yeah, I should have just, you know, who cares? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you just got to give it a crack and. Mm. And go for
1: it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, yeah, what's going to happen, like, obviously people know you've just arrived here. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah. you loser. You said konnichi instead of konnichi wa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no one's going to be that cruel, I think. Uh, I'd assume. So, yeah. But now, yeah. Well, what about, you know, living and stuff? Obviously, a complete new situation. We talked about supermarket and stuff before, but, mm. um, yeah, how's the housing and all that? And, um, yeah, just the whole, like I said, it's a different situation when you actually have to sort out your banking and your residence card and all whatever. How were the first few weeks?
2: I think the first few weeks for me were exciting. Mm. Like it was like, wow, like, you know, there's so much to see and Japan is crazy different, to yeah. New Zealand. Um, and, you know, we both grew up on big farms mm. as well in New Zealand, so like we were so used to space and green and yeah. massive backyards and animals and everything. Um, And then we'd come here and we got put on, you know, up in this 27-storey apartment block. And, you know, everything around us was just grey and, Mm. you know, twinkly lights at night. And it was very different to what we're used to. Mm. So it was super exciting, I think, the first um, few weeks. And then... You know, you, like you say, you're trying to navigate the supermarket and Mm. you're like, I remember like us going and trying to find milk and we just looked for the cow on the milk Mm. and that's the, that's the, (laughs) that's the milk we brought because we, it had a cow on it. We just thought, surely, surely. (laughs) And that's kind of how we did our shopping Mm. for the first few weeks and Google Translate, which Mm. wasn't that great really. It wasn't that helpful. Got all confused and everything. Um, but yeah, probably was like maybe, Once you get through that first month Mm. and then it's, like, reality hit and you're like, shit, Mm. I live here now. There's no one I I can talk to. And, you know, it's very, um, it was kind of.
1: Isolating. Isolating,
2: yeah. Yeah. And and that's, like, even today, like, when I talk to other friends that I've um, here in Japan, Mm. they've all said the same thing. Like, after a month that's when you have a big breakdown and you mm-hmm. want to go home and you're homesick and it's, it is true cause it is so different mm-hmm. and yeah, like you say, isolating, you just, I think we came from the crusaders that had a massive support system. Yeah. And, um, I feel like here in Japan, especially in rugby, mm-hmm. women aren't valued mm-hmm. definitely. And, um, we, you know, you don't get invited to anything. Mm. And, and so it's gone from like this extreme where in New Zealand where you're giving goodie bags and, yeah. you know, you're part of the team sessions and open trainings and mm. things to not being invited to anything. Yep. But see at the game and that's that, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like you might get a quick photo after the game and mm. then that's it. Um, So that part of it. I struggled with because mm-hmm. I yeah was just like Whoa, we've come all this way like we should be a little bit more appreciated <laughs> yeah 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 um mm-hmm. but I feel like that might be kind of a cultural mm-hmm. like I feel like even just women in general here aren't yeah. valued there's a lot of um equalities mm-hmm. here in Japan
1: yeah 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 well I between think between um, men and women. even yeah. like yeah probably a few of those things you know you'd normally be invited to like the team functions or something like um. It's always, in NZ it would be, you know, like wives welcome and stuff. But over here, it's always not just rugby, but any drinks or any, uh, you know, work party or something. It's always the work people. Like yeah. there's no one ever, you know, none of the support people or anything. And, um, yeah, I think there's still, um obviously I'm not in a position to talk about it because, you know, on my gender. But there's, there's definitely still that hierarchy key kind of part and you know the kind of gender roles are still i guess what they were you know a while ago in new zealand kind of thing so still a bit old-fashioned in parts of those and there are things that look like they're you know slowly changing but still not like you'd expect and um yeah it's a very different world a very different world being a female in japan to a male in japan i think and uh i mean and again another uh different world being a female foreigner in japan as well so there's a lot of probably hurdles and um yeah well even me when i came to japan i was living with my family like my auntie my cousins and stuff and in new zealand if when we had our cousins over it's like oh come to this like hang out that i'm doing with my friends you just invite people along but my cousins it's not normal in japan like your friends are your friends kind of thing like you don't Oh, oh yeah. wow. I like kind of shit. You're doing, well, uh, it's not like you don't yeah, my friends. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of just like a, it's just normal. Oh, I'm going to go see my friends. Oh, sweet. Like, and you know, I didn't really know anyone. I knew a few people at the English school. I was teaching it or whatever. And they'd be like, Oh, yeah, I'm going. I'm like, Oh, cool. All my, uh, <laughs> I'll stay home then. I'll go to the <laughs> base stars and like, you know, normally be like, Oh, you know, we can easily get you an extra ticket or something back home. But be are like, I am, I just went to the base I was like, Oh, cool. I've never been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah definitely even when you can speak japanese um until i guess i started playing rugby and stuff you get into those what they call circles over here like yeah it's quite hard but yeah being someone who you're not necessarily over here to pursue like something in terms of your job yeah it can be a lot harder to get into those circles or those groups eh?
2: definitely so. yeah. yeah and that brings me to the next point that i wanted to talk about was that, you know, when you tell people that you live in a foreign country Mm -hmm. and you can't talk to anyone and it's very isolating, the first thing they say is, well, is there other foreigners there? There must be other foreigners there. And majority of the time there is other foreigners Mm -hmm. there. But it's it's funny because it's just because you're in the same situation as the other foreigners Mm -hmm. in the rugby team, it doesn't mean that you would necessarily normally be friends with these people Mm -hmm. outside of rugby. It's kind of like a forced friendship sometimes. Um, which I struggle with because I'm kind of a no bullshit. I don't want to waste my time type of person yeah. and with fake friendships, mm-hmm. but these people are your village and these people have all you've got. So mm. you just kind of have to bite your tongue and just suck it up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that I find hard mm. as well because like you say, I'm not here for my job. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have my own thing going on. I don't, I don't have an opportunity to go and meet other friends.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, like my mum brought up, Oh, well, can you go to a like a playgroup? Mm. And I was like, Of course I can, but I can't bloody understand anything <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. can't talk to anyone. Yeah. Like it's, it's lonely, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that would be an opportunity to, you know, go and or you know, find some of Quinn's mm. Hoi friends yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But that language again mm. is, is tricky and because I don't have my own job, um, uh, my own thing going on, mm. um, you know your foreign community is all you've got, yeah, basically, yeah. and yeah, like I said, sometimes it's tough because mm. it's people you wouldn't normally hang out with. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little bit forced. Mm. Um, yeah, so like that—that's something I've struggled with in New Zealand as well. Yeah, and it's probably in my personality a little bit because, like I say, I'm just—I'm mm-hmm. not about the fake friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but more so here, I feel like you just have to suck it up because mm. you don't have family. Yeah, to yeah. help out, and you don't have anyone else you can talk to. Yeah. So, like these foreigners are probably your only point of contact mm-hmm. um, for help mm-hmm. or babysitting or anything. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
1: Um, mm. Well, I mean, like in New Zealand, the supermarket person will have a quick chat with you. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 It's just like be be like thank you for doing this, and you know like, oh, I'd also must, and you know just very robotic as well. Yeah. So even even if you could speak Japanese, it's not like you can just be like oh konnichiwa, and they'd just be like oh. Need you like you know yeah. so it's not like you can you know um have those connections as well and yeah it's like yeah and like
2: when Hayden goes away for the weekend mm. um you know sometimes I don't talk to anyone mm-hmm. for those two days it's because I can't talk to yeah. anyone at the supermarket or wherever I go the playland or mm. out and about um yeah so like when he comes home. I'm like, I've got yeah, two yeah, days yeah. of talking to catch up on. Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh-huh. yeah. Um, and talking to a one-year-old <laughs> can definitely get a little bit tiring. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so.
2: Although he's very chatty at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, he's very oh, chatty.
1: But yeah, well, um, yeah. Obviously, there's all these challenges. Like it'd be same challenges if you went probably somewhere overseas, where uh, even if you could, everyone spoke English, it's you know still the same thing. You're going yeah. to a completely different culture, but then it's just magnified by. Uh, Japan being a you know not only a country that they speak a different language but also because it's so isolated for so long it's just a complete different culture as well so Mm. you know things that people over here might think is normal for you know us or for you guys and stuff might not be as normal and you know there's just so much you know going on and there on top of that. Like we talked about, you know, before just the highs and lows of being a rugby player and what do they say? So much, you know, you're juggling that.
2: Yeah. Maybe yeah, a star
1: yeah. at a circus, eh? so yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely a lot going on. Well mm. a lot does go on.
0: Mm. Um, do you have any advice for I don't know, maybe people in our situation or people coming to Japan, or even not not Japan but other parts of the world and those things you might just go to a play
1: group now.
2: Yeah. That's how naive my mum is.
0: Oh, it's funny you say that because, like, we have Japanese friends and, like, the English is, like, just, mm. you know, you can get by conversation. wives' yeah, conversation, yeah, yeah. but you're, like, you get to a point where it's, like, oh, shit, we've been friends for quite a long time, but we haven't really had a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just sort of, like. like a deep mm. one. Yeah, like a deep one, you know, mm. like, actually, like, built a bit of... um bit of friendship there it's yeah. just
1: really um, yeah oh eating or you know weather's great or yeah,
0: yeah oh yeah.
1: cute or, yeah you know, yeah and yeah. like
0: you're always laughing because like it sort of breaks the ice <laughs> around
1: it and but yeah it's um yeah and i
0: just well it just takes
1: time mm. yeah like it'd obviously be different if you know like h and you know jess and so far obviously being in a place where a lot of japanese are spoken like when you just always hear it Mm. Um, but then maybe if you got someone translating afterwards, you're like, Oh, I heard that, and then Doug said this, yeah. and then I, that happened a few times, so this must mean this kind of thing. You can just probably start picking up, like, at least listening and stuff. But yeah, obviously, um, yeah, I mean, Quinn's probably coming along with his Japanese, so it won't only be <laughs> oh, a man. you know, saving <laughs> a time, but the way he's been talking lately. But. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what he's saying. So. <laughs> trilingual, yeah, yeah trilingual. Well, I listen. And I'm like, wait, that's perfect Japanese. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, he can teach me then.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Well, what about you know like child care and so, like obviously having a baby is stressful enough. Mm. Somewhere you've got family you can speak the language, but you know here yeah, if something goes slightly wrong, then oh, I've got to explain this to someone who doesn't know what I'm trying to say, and yeah, you don't know what they're trying to say. For yeah, how was yeah, I guess definitely- raising a child
2: different Mm -hmm. like we come over here without having any children Mm -hmm. and now we have Quinn and it's definitely like being a new parent is isolating enough but let alone being in a foreign country um with no support you know no parents no grandparents Mm -hmm. (laughs) um it's it's pretty tough but it's been interesting hey like we've worked it out Mm -hmm. um we're very lucky like Hayden's agency have got people on the ground here that come to appointments or that we could ring that mm-hmm. can translate for us and yeah. things. Um Hoikuin has been quite an experience mm. for me personally because I'm a preschool teacher myself. Yeah. So it's a very different system here and mm-hmm. to get my head around that it's tough. Yeah. Because it's not how I would want my child to be taught or yeah. brought up. Um but I know that it's it's just a short time mm-hmm. that yeah. he'll he'll be in this Hoi when so yeah. Um, and they don't speak any English at all, mm. and I don't speak any Japanese, so we communicate through an iPad. Oh yeah, and then they print out pictures um, of the day mm. as well. So what what Quinn's done, so I can visually see yeah. what he's done. Um, but he enjoys going. Um, he's got a few little friends oh, nice. that I think it's quite funny here because obviously he looks a lot different. Mm-hmm. Um, to other Japanese people, and so he gets a lot of, like, head rubs and little kids (laughs) just following him around and just, like, bending down and just Mm. staring at him. Um, That's quite common. I I see that quite often when I Mm. drop him off. Um, So I do wonder, like... How my, how he's going there Because mm. I just feel like He would get frustrated If someone's constantly Like staring mm. at you Or rubbing your head Or mm. oh. <laughs> following yeah. you around
0: Yeah, rubbing off the head's funny eh? Like they come over And like mm. Like we had Like old guys on the weekend Like coming over And like oh Yeah, yeah It's like some random dude <laughs> I Just
1: like Pat his head And then just walk off Probably uh, be like does it feel the same as black hair? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I was, you know, the same being in a kind of smaller... My mum was from a real rural place. Yeah. Trying to talk to us on the body, but, like, when my dad first went to meet her parents, going on the train, like, every stop, basically, because it was in Fukushima, deep in the, like, mountains, the conductor would be like, are you sure you haven't gone too far? Like, we've never had a foreigner this far. Yeah. Like, in the mountains kind of thing, like, <laughs> back then. Uh, but he... Uh, obviously just got stuck into like the rice farming and like construction work that my granddad did and all that and really enjoyed it. But um yeah, and even my cousins, when we go skiing on the stuck on the ski lift, my dad can't go anywhere. He's got the cousin next door. He just sees the ridge, of my dad's nose. And just every week, he's just like touching it, like basically, you know, squeezing my dad's nose and like, why? Like, how is that happening? Cause it's on yeah. real flat and yeah. it's just uh so curious because 99% of Japan's, you know. Japanese so yeah I think yeah I got a lot of stairs. you still get people like waving and you, you don't and you're like do I know is it like mum's friend or is it just a random <laughs> and you, just, you know it was that one scene someone just suddenly starts talking to you <coughs> but in the local dialect and I'm like with this echo I've got no idea what you're saying so I'm just <laughs> nodding but hopefully I'm not going to your wedding or something you know? <laughs> so yeah it's a uh, something I like at primary school I was automatically I don't know, like popular because me and my brothers were the only foreigners in our school. Yeah. So you get people like you know ch- chasing you or following you, and as a ten-year-old, people are like, "Can I have your autograph?" I'm like, I don't have an autograph kind of thing. Sure. So yeah, I was a, uh, and then you come back to New Zealand and everyone's from everywhere, and yeah. you know none of that. So I think yeah, it's not like it doesn't. I don't think it affected me too much. Obviously, I'm very arrogant now, but <laughs> <laughs> I charge for my autographs. But yeah, but yeah. absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, it's yeah it's good to I'm grateful to be able to experience a few cultures when I was younger so now I'm more I think empathetic to I'm like oh this might not be how they do it in New Zealand but I understand it is how they do it here and mm. I'm, I am think more accepting of that stuff yeah. so yeah I think it might you know feel a bit weird for them but um, there are things you know there's always good and bad from stuff eh? so yeah it's just about maybe not being over exposed to it and no, still, obviously, you guys go back to NZF. Well, so might be like, why is no one suddenly touching my ear? Yeah, yeah you
2: probably miss it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, So, yeah, maybe that balance. So, um, yeah. Again, something that I don't know too much about just giving stupid advice on. So, <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, but no, sorry, I know I'm taking a lot of you guys' very important time. Uh, you know, it's your time once Quinn's gone to sleep to uh, enjoy it, and you've just got some <laughs> random guy here with us. <laughs> um, but, any other, I think, things you guys wanted to talk about or express or challenges or good things or bad things or i know what
0: would you do differently was there anything you'd do differently coming over coming overseas or Mm. just wouldn't Um.
2: come
0: (laughs) 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 no not going um
2: no like i think it's cool to experience it and um but like i know i wouldn't want to live here like two more years here in this country and that would be me. Otherwise, mm. I think I would lose my mind. Yeah. Um, like f- for me, it's quite, um, and I know f- probably for a lot of people, it's a mental game here, mm-hmm. you know, because you are alone majority of the day and then in the weekends as well when they go away. Um, and then, you know, you're stuck with a child mm. as well. Um, and the parks and things here are a lot different mm-hmm. to back home. Um, yeah. And we parent a lot different as yeah. well, which is, is probably a little bit harder mm-hmm. here as well. Cause I feel like you kind of judged and frowned upon if your child's a bit rowdy or yeah. losing the plot. Mm. Um, yeah. So no, I definitely would have come and experienced it, but I know that in future, I would want my children to grow up in New Zealand. Yeah, I just yeah. think it's a much more, um, more it's,
1: suited for you. Guys. Yeah,
2: it's just it's just a better environment for ki- mm. kids. Can be kids, not yeah, robots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. here they have to be robots. You know, everyone does everything at the same time, and yeah, it's yeah. very structured. Um, and I feel like the people are like that too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's drilled into them from day dot from Hoi Kuen. Yeah, yeah. And I can see why they're the way they are now because mm-hmm. having Quinn at Hoi Kuen, I'm like, oh my god, they are just like little robots. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Probably learn the language, Doug. That mm. would be a, probably a good start yeah, yeah. because it might not be so isolating. Mm. I think it probably would be to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you still can't, like you say, in that circle and make friends mm-hmm. very easily. But yeah, learning the language would definitely probably go a, a long way because yeah. I'm just hyped. Hi, Mm -hmm. hi, the whole time. Like, (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. And then they're like looking at me and I'm like, and then I hear DISCA and Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh shit, now they're asking me a question and I I don't know what they're asking. (laughs) And I'll just, I'll just shake my head because I'm nodding and now they're just like, what's going on? (laughs) And then they just give up.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, because it's not like a lot of other countries where they speak a foreign language, like a lot of the people are quite good at English. But here, I think, yeah, well, here a lot of Japanese people grew up, like, all the way through high school and Japanese schools, like, the way they kind of study for English, especially, or other things as well is kind of to pass the test, because mm-hmm. you have to get into, you have to pass the test to get into a good university, so from a young age, oh, you're right. kind of, like, in Japan, it's hard to get into the uni. Once you're in, it's quite easy to graduate, I guess, but in New Zealand, you know, the unis, there's not many people, so they want more and more people enrolling. Yeah. Um, and then it's quite hard to actually get out, mm. um, so it's kind of like the opposite. Yeah. Um, so yeah like the kids it's just so much uh they go to cram schools and stuff like after school just to prepare so they can get into a good uni so they can get a good job um wow. so it's all kind of like you know i guess that's why everything's so rigid because if you don't necessarily do that then you know if you don't get into that uni you want you either do a uh year like a gap year but that year is just a year of studying for the next test that's coming around in a year um and it's you know Can really affect your life, I guess. If you don't get into that school, the way the system is, if you want to be in those big jobs, kind of thing. So it's uh,
2: yeah, work definitely seems very important mm. here. Whereas you know, back in New Zealand, Mm -hmm. a lot of people (laughs) are on the benefit, and Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of normal. Yeah, Um,
1: it's kind of like work to enjoy, you know, the time away from work. But over here, it's almost like you know, oh. Yeah, I haven't really been in too many offices and stuff apart from rugby offices, but it's almost like, you know, work is almost the most important thing. And, yeah. Um, you have to be like that. Otherwise, you don't, you know, um, impress the boss or something. That seniority is very important. So, mm. again, probably people who have worked in offices and stuff are better suited to, you know, talk about this stuff. But yeah. I've only been English teachers and stuff. But even then, it's still quite rigid. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But no, um, yeah, we always talk about, you know, the fun the toilets, the (laughs) convenies, you know, the fun side and, you know, everything's always can be exciting and stuff, but, you know, there's always two sides of the coin. Yeah. It's uh, important to be, have that honest, you know, it's not always going to be roses and um, especially even if you're a single rugby player, like just because you're foreign, it's not like, oh, well, you know, you've got a foreign name. We'll take you in a team or whatever. And it's not going to be that smooth. Mm. Especially with the quota, it's probably, you know, just as hard for foreigners with how many few people, can get on the field kind of thing and yeah yeah. uh, and then you know with that you've got the wives uh, side of it and the kids side of it and especially if they're a little bit older suddenly Mm. away from friends and they can't understand anything yeah yeah. so there's a lot that you know goes on a lot that goes on Mm. not just chucking an ball around on a footy field yeah yeah
2: Yeah, it's not as glamorous (laughs) as people actually think it is Yeah. yeah it's pretty tough going and like you say you Sacrifice an awful lot, Mm -hmm. you know. You basically put your career on hold for the ten plus years that they want to do this or can do this, and then once that's done, then it's our turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And um, it's not like I guess from you've you've got the you know front view seat on what it's like to be a rugby player, you know, day in day Mm out. But you know, when I was a kid, I was like, I want to play for the Kiwis, not the All Blacks, you know, rugby league, Um, but you know. (laughs) People just think, oh, they get to play 80 minutes, they get to train. I train, yeah. you know, after work and stuff. It must be fun. But, you know, there's that sense of responsibility, you know, you're not doing it for fun, you're doing it for a job. And yeah. that stress and stuff you probably see firsthand. So yeah, it's absolutely. not, you know, like you said, as glamorous as it yeah. always looks like. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: especially when you're coming off contract and you've mm-hmm. got mortgages to pay and, they leave it to the last bloody minute to contract you. So mm-hmm. you're like, what is going on? You know, yeah, what, yeah. where are we going to live mm-hmm. and how are we going to pay this mortgage? Mm-hmm. And it's it's quite stressful for yeah. both of us because obviously, yeah, we're both here in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, that side's definitely stressful because, yeah, it is so cutthroat. The mm-hmm. sport is brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's quite good when you go overseas because you don't have that pressure. Like mm. you're saying, um, everyone knows everyone in New Zealand and yeah. sometimes that's the reason people get in teams. It's mm-hmm. not because the talent yeah well, they're talented to a certain extent, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they know yeah, them. connections and it's heartbreaking. And then, you know, you have the brutality of the bloody media as mm. well in New Zealand and they just love New Zealanders love rugby. So mm-hmm. they love reading about it and they love bagging them out and I think we're Quite
0: lucky well, here we can't read. Exactly. Have you not seen say? it? No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah. I've just been tagged in like a hundred oh, yeah. articles. <laughs> I don't know what it says, but I'll be tagged. It's yeah. a
1: lot of laughing emojis now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a. Uh, it must be funny. It must be good. But yeah, true. Well, um, yeah. Thanks so much for coming on and giving me a very important, you know, um, <laughs> time of day, I guess, for you guys where you guys can sit and relax and have a coffee or a tea, I guess, and unwind. But thanks for coming on. and no um Yeah, uh, thanks for, he's adding, you know, a slightly different perspective to this mm. very silly, wacky podcast. So, you know, having a bit <laughs> more of a serious chat is probably, you <laughs> know, quite good. Yeah. I so, know, uh, nah, thanks.
2: Yeah, I'd like to see some more mm. Wahini toa mm. on here, some yeah, strong yeah. women. Yeah, get them on here.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah, well, right. I think we've got another uh, Wahini coming on next week. Mm. So. Yeah, stay tuned for
1: next week. I mean, yeah, in saying like everything you said, I don't have that many friends, so I don't have yeah, you know, <laughs> I can't get, you get can anyone on so, <laughs> so, yeah. oh, I need H to <laughs> sort people out the, for the podcast. But yeah, it's uh, definitely important to, uh, you know, see both sides of the,
2: mm. the
1: coin or the ball or the I don't know. <laughs> but nice. Yeah, nice. It's a. it's been a long day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but um no, it's been a podcast of two genders yeah. uh, but marriage was a winner on the day and uh, full credit to uh, Google Translate I guess thank yeah. <laughs> you thank you thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW podcast make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it and don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount arigats I'll talk to you next week